Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Hassan to a special edition of the Influence Continuum podcast. In light of the incredible viral uh, thread uh, uh, that's gone around the world with over 5 million impressions as of this morning, 2 million views of the video, I want to credit Dan McAllister for editing and putting the thread together with me. And I've asked Dan to to do this with me so he can ask me questions and interview me for a change. So thank you, Dan. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor. And, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, I, you know, I, I work with the Freedom Mind Resource Center, have been a huge fan of Steve for a long time. So we just wanted to kind of react and have a special edition of this podcast. In yeah. Life of this, of this. So first of all, Steve, you know, what was your reaction? I mean, were you pretty blown away by the response? Did you expect it? I did kind of expect it because the morning's paper and the editorial was January 6th committee must subpoena Ginny Thomas to answer questions regarding her texts that were revealed to Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, regarding, uh, in, you know, the insurrection, the violent attempt to do a coup and, and uh, subvert democracy. So I, and, and just when I saw the video, which, you know, it's been, I have so many videos, Dan, in my basement that need to be converted to digital. But when I saw the video, I was like, first, my first reaction was, oh my God, I have a lot of black hair, <laughs> which I don't have anymore. Uh, but then, you know, as we went around and I saw Jenny, I was like, that's Jenny Thomas. Oh my God. Compared to how she looks now, she looked so beautiful and cool then or nice looking then. And today, it's so hard to look at her. So let's talk about that. So let's just, you know, for somebody who's just jumping into the story, who doesn't know about your background, you know, catch everybody up. So this video that you surfaced, 1986, what would have, what would have you have been doing in 1986? 1986 was 10 years after my deprogramming from the moon cult. And I actually celebrate May 11th as my waking up day. Uh, a fifth day of my deprogramming after a near-fatal van crash. And I had no intention of spending my life to help people out of cults. And uh, But Jonestown, which happened two years later, November 18th, followed the final report of a Koreagate investigation that I was a whistleblower for about my former cult, the Moonies. And Leo Ryan was on that investigation, was assassinated by Jim Jones, along with over 900 of his followers. And we were trying to do cult awareness week. We were, you know, going around and Ginny was very plugged in politically. And she's like, oh, I can help organize political briefings and and, and such. And um, so this particular video, I was um, asked to lead um, a session of ex-members talking about what it's like to have left and what are some of the issues that people are struggling with. And Ginny talked about, you know, how do you find the balance between helping others and taking care of yourself and not going overboard? And um, as I've said in some other interviews that have come about since that time, um, it's one thing to intervene and help someone realize the group they're in, currently involved with is bad and they should leave. Uh, so leaving is one thing, but then actually digesting it, processing it, 
um, recovering from it by understanding hypnosis and mind control and the bite model of authoritarian control and the influence into it is vital. And so people can leave a cult and then be very susceptible to being recruited into another cult. Because mm. uh, there, there's this thing that happens when you are in a mind control state where you have a dissociated self from your authentic self. And that cult self, unless it gets absorbed, is still on automatic pilot mm. on a certain level looking for some authority figure to tell you what reality is. And, and and to direct your life on how to save the planet. So, um, and I really, I what I love about Dan, the fact that this has gone viral is there are over 2,000 comments and so many people are remembering, oh, I was in Est or I was in the forum. I was in a multi-level marketing group. Oh yeah, I took LifeSpring. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to connect the dots to what's happening today. Because um, I have had a lot of, um, flack to overcome when I published the book, The Cult of Trump, where people are like, Steve, how could you call the president a cult leader? And, you know, the Republican Party, how could that be a cult? But over time, my thesis has been totally validated and, and then some. So let's, okay, so 1986, you have this, you're leading a, a support group, essentially, for former members. Jeannie Thomas in this video that we watch is, is is processing, you know, what she's gone through. Talk to us about the cult she was in. She was in a group called LifeSpring, is that correct? Yes. So um, LifeSpring is basically a, what we call uh, in the biz, uh, an LGAT, a uh, large group awareness training uh, where people uh, try to recruit you to come to a hotel ballroom for several days, pay a lot of money. They won't tell you what, what's going to happen because they don't want to spoil the experience for you. But it's basically like a fast food mind control experience where you're promised to become you know, enlightened and confront all your deepest fears and you know, change your entire life. And um, I can categorically say uh, the people who run these um, trainings have no training in mental health, uh, often have criminal histories. John Hanley, who founded LifeSpring, in fact, had a criminal history before uh, Jenny got involved with the group. But they use a lot of hypnosis. They use a lot of confrontation techniques uh, in the news she was quoted as talking about having to do uh, a stripper exercise where everyone had to take off their clothes and then there was body shaming if anyone was overweight or things. Um, and the way I explain it in, 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 in all of my research is you want to break the person down mm. before you can groom and, and indoctrinate the new identity that's uh, what the cult wants. And of course, the cult not just wants you to take their program, but then the next program and the one after that and the one after that, just like multi-level marketing uh, groups. And in fact, Hanley was involved with a multi-level marketing cult called Holiday Magic of William Penn Patrick. And that's and and so was Werner Earhart, who went on to do Aston Light and uh, Landmark. So, um, and I also want to say in 1986, I had just finished my master's in counseling psychology. I did my thesis on, uh, I think it was called The Strategic Approach to Cult Exit Counseling, 
that then got submitted uh, as a book proposal. And uh, the publisher said, okay, now write a book that anyone can read, not so academic. And it became Combating Cult Mind Control. And when it came out on the 10th anniversary of Jonestown, uh, it just was a bestseller because people were like, oh, that's what happened to me. But they yeah. read the book because they, oh, the Moonies, the mass weddings. Oh, that's so obviously a cult. Let me right. hear his experience. And then when they were reading my story, they were like, wait a minute, that happened to me. But I was in a totally different group. Yeah, it can't be understated how pivotal that book was combating cult mind and control. still is i still get emails from around the world people are finding and reading the book and i've updated it dramatically uh in 2015 and then again in 2018 so i know from your work there's there's different types of cults there's political cults but you know there's uh so life spring would, would fall under what umbrella as far as the type of cult it is large group awareness training is the category um and um, but the key the key thing is if something is legitimate, it will stand up to scrutiny. So if someone is saying, "Hey, Dan, you've got to come. This is weekend is going to change your life. All the problems you've been struggling with with relationships or trying to yeah. find the job that's going to really fulfill you, or or the world is starving to death, and what are you doing to feed the poor?" Um, you know, they give you that rap. Oh, I can't spoil it though. I can't tell you what's going to happen. Wow. But when you go, according to people who have come out of the experience wow. and former trainers in these large group awareness training, everything is implementing my bite model of authoritarian control. They control your behavior, the, the temperature of the room, where the chairs are. Often you couldn't go to pee. Uh, um, uh, uh, you know, the, you, you, everything was controlled, your behavior, information, thoughts, and emotions to break you down and build you up in the image of the cult. So today, you know, most of us know, I mean, people were shocked to know about this. I mean, you've known about this for decades, who Jeannie Thomas was, but people oh, were shocked. Oh, I met Clarence. She introduced me to Clarence and shook his hands and who knew that this would all evolve the way it did. So, you know, people know her now is this QAnon conspiracy theorist. But back in the day, she was a pretty righteous anti-cult activist, and wasn't an attorney. she? attorney. Yeah, definitely. And, and so what was I mean, she? She literally set up congressional briefings on cults, by the way, which is what I want to happen now. I really want Congress or special hearings or the January 6th committee to Teach everyone what is what is a cult, what is brainwashing. We can put together a great panel of experts, social psychologists, attorneys, etc., and let's let's make this part of an uh, international conversation because I believe that's what's going to help to de-radicalize us and bring us all together to realize we're all human. It's not weak people who get uh, sucked into lies and trusting the wrong people or trusting the wrong media sources. So I really think it's a could be a huge step in a positive way for human rights and democracy. And so she was though, wasn't she even like lobbying members of Congress yeah. about this? Yeah, we wanted to do Cult Awareness Week. We thought one once a year we'll have an opportunity to remind people how intelligent, educated people, doctors, lawyers, fell under the sway of Jim Jones. Uh, and People's Temple, and who were part of a mass um, uh, murder 
Uh, it's been described as a mass suicide, but my perspective is Jim Jones killed them, you know, because he had control over their minds. So how does someone go from this authoritarian group where her mind has been controlled and she's cognizant later that her mind was controlled? How does she go from that to being a QAnon conspiracy theorist? Wouldn't someone like that be less susceptible? Explain that phenomenon to us. So the thing I want the listeners to understand is everyone goes through life cycle events of vulnerability. Sometimes it's the death of a loved one. Sometimes it's a breakup of a relationship, loss of a job, moving to a new city, state, or country. The what we call situational vulnerabilities. Um, and to have the content of why you should leave LifeSpring, to know Hanley was a convicted criminal, to know that people were having nervous breakdowns and, and, and needing to go into psych hospitals as a result of it. Someone who didn't know how to swim was, was pushed to confront his fear of water, jumped in a moving river and died, drowned from it, right? So it's one thing to know content-wise the group is bad and to understand, yep, they tricked me and they mind control me, but it's a totally different level to actually do the homework, which is what I advocate everyone needs to do, to really understand social psychology understand what a trigger is, understand that the dual identity, the dissociative model, understand uh, hypnosis, that those exercises where they were telling you to close your eyes and mm -hmm. imagine you're in a beautiful beach. Breathe. I'm not going to do it. But you get the you get the gist that when when we go into trance states, it feels good. It feels nice and you surrender your critical faculties, right? So um, it's a totally another thing. And I learned to do this uh, decades ago. I needed, once the person realized the group was bad, and then we processed the, how they got recruited, how they were lied to, how they were sleep deprived, you know, going through the bite model. Uh, then I, what we what we call future pace. It's a term that I first learned back in 1980, where you get the person to imagine scenarios. What are you going to do if the group calls you? What are you going to say? What are you going to do if a song comes on the radio that they played during your training? Hmm. How are you going to react to that? And it's very important. It's a very simple technique that I teach people to deal with triggers, Dan. I don't know if it goes past the scope of what we wanted to talk about this morning. But basically, very quickly, when I left the Moonies cult and somebody said, hey, did you see the moon last night? When they said the word moon, I would be back in the cult kneeling on concrete in front of moon. Wow. And I'd be like, I don't want to be there. You know, and then I was like, the, how did that happen? Oh, the word moon. Hmm. Mm. How did I used to react when I heard the word moon before I ever got recruited into the cult? Oh, I thought of the satellite that goes around the earth and I visualized the actual moon. And then the, the key to undoing triggers is understanding you were triggered, understanding what the trigger was, understanding how you want to react to that trigger. And a trigger can be in any of the five senses or a combination of them. 
and you reassociate. In other words, you reprogram your mind to respond the way you want to respond to a word or to a person or to a song. Yeah, I've talked to you about this before, and I've learned this from your work, that often people will leave cults, but then they don't end up processing Exactly. And doing all the work. So in, in your professional opinion, and and obviously you didn't like work with her, do you think that's maybe what's happening is that you have this person that was that left a cult and didn't do all the work that you're describing and then just kind of subbed one cult for another? I don't know all the details, but uh, I do believe she was raised in a very uh, conservative or right-wing family. So uh, maybe some of those beliefs were already there. Um, I, I really am not an expert on her upbringing, but I can certainly uh, tell you that, um, you know, the, the neurons of the brain, however they uh, fire, Together, they wire together. So if you're listening to Fox News 10 hours a day, your brain is going to be Fox News-oriented frame of right. looking at the world. And so that's why it's so critical not to ever have blind faith and be wary of anyone who has certainty about their beliefs. Like I, I recommend everybody take a very humble things. Separate your ego from your beliefs. Pursue truth based on your conscience and your values. And if you're a religious person, as she claims to be, mm. and Clarence Thomas claims to be, let's go back to Jesus. And you know, of course, Jesus was a Jew. Let, what do Jews believe? You know, And do, do, don't do to others what you don't want done to you, is what Hillel said. <laughs> Summarize Judaism standing on one leg. Don't do to others what you don't want done to you. He said, the rest is commentary. But so many people in 2022 have forgotten basic values of kindness and compassion and empathy. And I think it's because of the media ecosphere and social media has been programming people to hate, to be disgusted, just to get clicks and to have more attention and sell more ads. So when you left your cults, you know, you had, you know, you were deprogrammed, you were in a, in a near fatal van crash, and then you shortly thereafter linked up with Robert J. Lifton, who is the most seminal voice in, in this field. But it sounds like from, from talking to you, Genie didn't have that. Genie didn't the person that deprogrammed Genie didn't he? You you said this in your tweet thread that the people that deprogrammed Genie had some far right stuff. Is is that correct? Uh, Kevin Garvey uh, uh, and he was quoted in the papers as the person responsible for talking her out of it. I knew Kevin Garvey. He and I did not get along. I have very clear memories of him blowing cigarette smoke in my face deliberately when we were at a conference. And another time where I didn't agree with him and he threatened to throw me out of the window. And uh, he was a, not a healthy person. And this is something that I've been saying because I'm a mental health professional. You know, you really want to choose who you're hiring to influence your loved one to if they're involved with a cult group. Like credentials matter, training matters. And he had um, very, what, what, what we refer to as traditionalist Catholic orientations, where, mm -hmm. for example, 
Uh, there was a uh, French archbishop who was excommunicated. His name is uh, Marcel uh, Favre, um, because he didn't like that uh, the Vatican II uh, in 1962, where it said the Jews didn't kill Jesus, and we sh we don't need to do the Latin Mass. We can do Mass in people's languages to make it more accessible. They thought this was a great threat to the real church, and they currently think the current pope is is satanic, in fact. I, I've done blogs on the schism in the Catholic Church, where there are people who think Joe Biden isn't, isn't a really religious person because he's following, you know, he likes the pope when the pope says, yeah, we have to protect immigrants, and yes, we need to protect global climate crisis. We need to do more. So... Um, the point is, is that I think that she was intervened with by a man who, who fundamentally was not stable, mm. had very strong right-wing leanings, and I, 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 my sense is that that uh, maybe through him, I don't know, maybe it was other people uh, she was uh, uh, introduced to and Clarence Thomas was introduced to, but they pretty much recruited Clarence to become a Supreme Court justice sent him to Republican training centers. And I don't know if this was before the Federalist Society, the one that has six of the, of the nine Supreme Court justices who put um, six of the nine in place. I, I don't know if Clarence went through the Federalist Society specifically or it was pre-Federalist Society, but they groomed him. Like, here's, here's, he'll be our guy. So, so to put a button on Jeannie, just so I'm understanding this, raised Jeannie Thomas, raised in Omaha, Nebraska, by the way, where I was born and raised, um, Jeannie raised in Omaha, Nebraska by a very right wing family. Um, Kurt Anderson, the author, had a tweet saying, yeah, my neighbor, my my parents lived next to her parents who were John Birchers. So she's raised by those people. She joins a cult as an aspirational 20 something year old. She leaves the cult. The person that deprograms her is super right wing. So she doesn't come in. You know, it's not like someone like you was helping her. It's someone who already had these tendencies. She's overly susceptible. And then, and this is what I want to ask you about now. You were just teasing this out. She is now involved in this, th these aspects of our government that also have kind of cult leanings. Can you talk about you know, the, the the cultic connections of the Federalist Society and all these other things that she's now involved in. Yeah, but I, I, I want to add that LifeSpring um, was infiltrating the government. Whoa. They were getting contracts to train employees, uh, federal employees, and I believe even Kevin was paid uh, a five-figure sum to come in and teach why LifeSpring is not something that we want to pay to train our employees about. So the idea that cults are infiltrating our government, I just want to call out the retired generals who said, we have an extremism problem in the military that needs to get rooted out. And they said, we need to turn off Fox News on every army base and VA facility. So the tie-in with LifeSpring 40 years ago, 30 years ago, rather, and, and today is very, very apt. Um, so one one group that of note uh, was uh, written about by Ann Nelson called the Shadow Network about a group, a conspiracy group, a secret group called the Council for National Policy, 
My former cult, the Moonies, were involved in the ground floor of that organization. Uh, I should say they put the founding editor of Moon's uh, Washington Times newspaper in place from the Council of National Policy, James Whelan, who I met when he took the job, and I was there when he resigned, saying they're, they're manipulating uh, our news content, and that was not okay with me, so it was time for me to leave. Um, there, there has been a 50-, 60-year um, plan to dismantle the liberal media, to dismantle the checks and balances of government by individuals who want to hurt people, make a lot of money, not have to be held accountable, um, lobbying like crazy, just a lot of criminal behavior, breaking the law, etc. Because this is one of the features that I want to highlight to you, Dan, and our listeners, is that most uh, destructive cult leaders are malignant narcissists. And part of that is not just the grandiosity and the need for attention and the self-entitlement, but the lack of empathy, and in particular, thinking they're above the law and thinking that it's fine to lie, that you can create your own reality. And that's another feature of LifeSpring, is you can create your own reality. Right. Or the opposite, and back to LifeSpring for a second, if you're walking down the street and you get mugged, you created that experience for yourself. Why did, why did your soul need you to have this experience, Dan, versus you were unfortunate, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time? In other words... With groups like uh, LifeSpring and the Forum, and other, they teach there's no such thing as a victim. Right. Why? Because they actually believe you are God and you create reality. Wow. And that reality is as valid as anyone else's reality, to which I say, nonsense. <laughs> you can say, oh, I can fly and you can jump off a 10-story building, but I can assure you, unless you have a glide suit on or a parachute, you're going to die, or at least you'll be, you know, smashed to pieces and in a coma. And of course, that sounds like so much of contemporary wellness talk, yeah. you know, law of attraction, all of that stuff. Yeah, the secret law of attraction. Those are toxic beliefs, uh, in my opinion, that are very dangerous, magical beliefs. And we, I'm, I'm all for magic, and I'm all for awe, and I'm all for spiritual experiences. I'm Jewish. Uh, and I like to pray, and I like to study Torah and chant and do the rituals. But nobody guilt trips me. Nobody, you know, tries to make me feel down. We don't look at other Jews or other religions and think we're superior to them. We are just doing our thing based on our conscience and our desire for social justice and meaning, and for community. So, so again, though, there are I. You'd kind of turned me on to Jeff Charlotte's work, um, the, the Netflix documentary series, The Family. There are in our government kind of Christian cults, are there not? Oh, thank you for mentioning The Family. Uh, the Moonies were called The Family. Manson's cult was called The Family. Uh, the Children of God called The Family. So it's a very common term because a lot of cults want members to think they're children of the Wow. The parental figures of the cult, by the way. But this particular cult um, was started decades ago. Jeff Charlotte wrote two books on the subject, and the Netflix series is really awesome. It's really great. 
and it was a cult um, to fight communism. And the wow. and the idea, uh, this is my description. The idea is the communists brainwash people to be atheists. We need to brainwash people for Jesus. And what is really important is that your the listeners understand this particular cult operates out of D.C., but they're international, and they recruit Democrats as well as Republicans. So this is, and 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 I want to be clear: I'm against authoritarianism of any type on the left or the right. For me, it's not a left-right issue. It's human rights, science democracy, rule of law, that's where I'm at. Like, I want women's rights, I want gay rights, I want uh, indigenous rights, I want people to be treated fairly and compassionately. And people, some people have rolled their eyes at me when they say, you know, when you meet a cult member, don't call them names, don't call mm -hmm. them stupid or morons or whatever. Because um, I was in one, and I believed the most crazy things, too. I thought democracy was satanic. I was actually told by Moon to fast for Nixon during Watergate because God wants him to be president. doesn't matter what the American people want or the rule of law. God wants him to be president. So there I was. And I hated Nixon before I had been recruited into the Moonies, right? So, But the, the point is, is, is love, compassion, truth— and having a humble attitude with anybody and say, look, you know, you seem pretty certain about your beliefs. I'm willing to change mine, but I really would like evidence. Please, you know, go back in time and walk me through how you came to adopt these beliefs and tell me what was persuasive to you and, and, and have an interaction. You had another tweet thread that I think is um, is something people could go revisit on kind of all of these other religious cults that actually have a lot of sway in our government. So there's the family, there's Opus Dei. I know Frederick Clarkson has written a lot about this, but in your professional opinion, is Jeannie Thomas, she she goes from Lifespring and then is she now kind of in this, this, this network of Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck and her feathers like a duck, I mean, she's, you know, advocating that the election was stolen. And right. when, when 60 judges, many of them appointed by Trump, said, nope, the election was fair. Chris Krebs, who was appointed by Trump to make sure the, the voting was, was correct, said, nope, the election was fair. You lost. Mm -hmm. And she got into this this uh, disinformation alternate reality uh, nice. world. I do want to just come back for a second to Opus Dei because it is a Catholic prelature. In other words, wow. uh, uh, so in other words, it's an, uh, given the okay by a mm -hmm. former pope. But these are very authoritarian people, and I've counseled people involved with Opus Dei. I've done some blogs with ex-members of Opus Dei. And I did write, William Barr was on the board of directors in Washington, D.C. of Opus Dei. I couldn't prove that he is actually day-to-day -day involved, and this particular cult doesn't have members. They don't use that word. They use words like numerary, supernumerary, wow. uh, uh, other types of language. But... Um, William, this is an aside, William Barr was in charge when Robert Hansen was busted as the highest level Russian agent in the FBI counterterrorism. And, 
And during his whole um, uh, trial, etc., cetera, uh, he said, Opus Dei had nothing to do with it. And William Barr said, yep, they had nothing to do. But he was a conflict of influence, inf um, influence completely. And I think he had, uh, Hansen had a lot to do with Opus Dei. So you, you mentioned something just a little bit ago, and, and I kind of uh, want to bookmark something that I saw online. So, you know, after your tweet went viral, I was I was Googling Jeannie Thomas cult. And, you know, a lot of people were just kind of paraphrasing what you talked about. But there was one outlet that really disappointed me, and it speaks to something you just talked about. They they said Jeannie Thomas in this creepy video. And I'm like, no, it wasn't creepy. She was it was amazing. She was talking. It was it was ex-members talking about their experience your approach is compassionate. And I think people get mixed up. Yes, you were calling this a cult, but you're not trying to shame these people and shame doesn't work. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Yeah. So first of all, let me say that what was put on social media, I think was a minute and 35 seconds or something like that. There's a, I think, 55 minute video of the whole meeting. And I, I think there's always a danger of taking things out of context. So if anyone thought that was creepy, uh, watch the whole thing. She only spoke for a few minutes. There were many other people talking about Scientology, the Church Universal and Triumphant, Est, uh, uh, talking about suffering and struggles of coming out and not knowing anybody and feeling like, and this is the other thing about mind control. When you come out of a mind control cult, you've already been conditioned to believe the leader, the doctrine, and the policies are proper. So if you have any problems, there's something wrong with you. You haven't prayed hard enough. You haven't confessed. You haven't committed. You haven't fasted, whatever. So you come out and you're still like looking to yourself, also, especially if you're in LifeSpring, uh, you're told there's no such thing as a victim. So you can't say, they mind controlled me if there's no such thing as a victim. You chose them, right? That's why they get you in that world, uh, in that uh, double bind loop in your brain. But no, it wasn't creepy at all. Um, and... The, the thing is, is that I want to help destigmatize mm. uh, the current mindset that you have to be weak or stupid to have been inveigled and taken advantage of in program. And a lot of people were born into these groups or they were born into China or Russia as Putin was born into the Soviet Union. Uh, and indoctrinated into this black and white, all or nothing, good versus evil, us versus them, simplistic worldview that we are superior. So we have the right to do anything to indigenous people, to other countries, because we want their resources. That kind of, you know, ends justify the means mentality, which is really the opposite of, I think, of, civil, of a modern civilization where we say, no, we... We're all on one planet together. And so if there's a nuclear bomb going off, it's the 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 radiation's gonna spread far and wide. If we're polluting the water and with plastics, microplastics, and the fish are eating them and we're eating the fish, and now we have plastics, this is affecting everyone. But this is the hard thing that people I think struggle with is we see these authoritarian, like abhorrent beliefs from these cult members, yet the the way to get them out of that cult is not shaming them. It's it it's compassion. 
And so how how do you how do you deal with that? So I I think it's one thing if you're trying to talk to someone you previously had a relationship with, a brother, a sister, an aunt, an uncle, or a, a friend, then you can draw on your historical relationship and talk about the good times, share videos and photos, go back to the common ground elements and just take a position of, I don't understand. You're an intelligent, educated person. Help me step into your shoes. Walk me through how you got to where you are now. And if it's convincing, I'll join you. But it, it you know, it's possible I may, you know, change my mind and join you. And is it possible that you might change your mind and yeah. and exit? And if they say, nope, it's not possible, I'm like, oh, really? So uh, does that mean you're open-minded if you've already decided you, you can never change your mind? And then I often tell my story about the moon, you know, some young moon and realizing what a liar he was, even though I had heard him for two and a half years in person teaching, telling me to lie to the members or to lie to the public. <laughs> it didn't dawn on me. Oh, he's telling me to lie, but he's lying to me. <laughs> oh, this is a pyramid. Oh, yeah, right. If, but I want to yeah. I want to add just say one more thing if I may and just um my approach isn't to persuade people out of anything. I want to share information and stories and ask questions. The asking questions in a respectful way and then being patient and silent, waiting for the person. That's the technique that really, really works, asking a good question. And so what helped help me, the final straw that broke the camel's back, Dan, in my deprogramming, they handed me one of uh, the cult's propaganda booklets, which I knew very well as a leader, and they said, read this page and tell us what you think, Steve. Mm. And so it wasn't, hey, Steve, see where Moon's lying to the congressmen and senators about how much he loves America? Remember how Moon said how much he hated Americans and thought they were pathetic? They didn't tell me. They said, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And that respectful question, being patient, allowed me to go inside and go, this does not compute. I had this experience with him directly for two and a half years. It's so obvious he's catering because he's talking to congressmen and senators. He's BSing them. So as soon as I allowed a negative thought that he was a liar into my conscious mind, um, then the following thought was, well, that means he's not trustworthy if he's a liar. And then I said, well, then he can't be God's representative and sinless. You know, he can't be the Messiah. So once I had those three thoughts, I, it felt like a whole house of cards falling apart. And, and and my eyes opened. It was like, what have I been doing for the last two and a half years? Well, and that's what's sad. You know, had she had someone like you back then, you know, Jeannie Thomas is now a very powerful right-wing force, but had she had someone like you, she might not be here right now. So I wasn't there. I don't know enough. Um, and there may be people who will come forward who uh, interacted with Ginny or helped her leave or have more information about it. But I can tell you that uh, people that I've worked with um, 
especially in the last 10 years, this is after she was already intervened with, but especially in the last 10, 15 years, I've really gone out of my way to make sure that people are cult-proofed or mind-control-proofed mm -hmm. by, by, by teaching them how to trust themselves and how to go to family members, friends, and I recommend people create a trust pod of people <laughs> to reality test. If they hear some offer that sounds too good to be true, do your independent research. Don't just listen to the recruiter, but also go to trustworthy people and say, what do you think? I'm being asked to go to a weekend workshop, you know? So, you know, to close with all of these revelations, with Jeannie's backstory and involvement in far-right cults that exert a lot of power and influence in our society, what do you want to tell lawmakers? What do you think they need to be doing right now? So I was persuaded to get my doctorate in my 60s. I'm about to turn 68 in May um, by folks at a forensic think tank at Harvard Medical School because I realized nothing was changing. I was, I'd been an activist for 40 years and, and things are getting worse. And I realized the law is out of date about a hundred years with what we know about psychology and the human mind. And uh, so there's trafficking is an illegal crime internationally, fraud, force, or coercion. But I wanted to see if my bite model of authoritarian control and the influence continuum could be part of a package that judges and juries could be presented uh, scientifically to evaluate undue influence. So the law needs to change, and in what I want right now with congressmen, senators, the Biden administration, I would like to see uh, open hearings on the subjects of what is brainwashing, what is mind control, bring in lawyers who are experts, bring in social psychologists, bring in cult experts, and, and let all the QAnon politicians uh, ask their questions and... And but the 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 thing is, is science is shows it's pr it's proved, and I think the public is at a tipping point. If you think about how many documentaries or how many movies are made with Marvel characters and Picard and the Borg, and yeah. uh, it, so many themes of cult mind control and how to deprogram people, I think people want are ready and want uh, clarity that yes, mind control exists, here's how to recognize it, here's how to protect yourself, we need to do a uh, public health uh, approach, we need to do inoculations, like right. a mind control virus, we need inoculation in our schools and on public airways, we need to train mental health professionals, I'm working on an online course myself just to transmit what I found works, uh, and we need to have more facilities for people who are exiting, who maybe don't have resources. They want to get out of the group, but they have nowhere to go, and they don't know what to do. And there are no rehab centers in the United States of America. I mean, you're right. You, you've told me something that really struck me. You said, after global climate change, this is our number two biggest problem. Yeah, and since I told you that, I realized actually there's not going to be any effective approach to global climate change until everyone understands undue influence. Wow. Why? Because if you think about it, the tobacco industry knew yep. 
that cigarettes were causing cancer, hired pseudo-experts to say there's no proof that it causes cancer, but they knew that it was causing it, and they made billions and billions of dollars until it was overwhelming. Too many people died of lung cancer, right? Wow. Same thing's happening with the fossil fuel industries, the Coke industries, Putin, Saudis, all of the people who want to keep keep us addicted to the things that are destroying our climate are um, uh, they're lobbying our congressmen and senators. They're putting out all kinds of uh, propaganda on on advertising. So we need to cut through this crap. And people forget that they there used to be cigarette commercials on TV with cowboys and smoking. And I'm noticing the last few years, a lot of movies and documentaries where the characters are smoking. And people don't understand that tobacco industries pay to have their products placed in all of these, these movies deliberately because they're creating a social contagion uh, effort in order to products. But back to, you know, I think the issue of authoritarianism versus democracy and rule of law and human rights, that's, that's the uh, quintessential uh, issue that we all have to come together on. And just saying, we got to fight China. No, Chinese people are under mind control and high-tech mind control. And in America, do we really want to be like that? No, we need regulations to prevent the government from doing it, but also to protect our citizens, protect their privacy data um, uh, protection, um, and to and to legislate and regulate social media platforms so it doesn't cause harm. That that blows my mind. I mean, mind control probably is the most important because it sits atop everything, and you have, as you're saying you know, climate change disinformation is orchestrated by some of the Christian cults we mentioned who are also associated with the Koch brothers and have this whole web of power. Yeah, my take now after all of these years and everything that I've learned, and I'm open to changing my mind, um, is that these these uh, business people, uh, people with the political agendas of racism, for example, um, they use religion as a cloak to have nonprofit status in order to influence voters to put people in place to support the policies they want to see. So it, 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 I, a lot of a lot of the uh, cult of Trump I wrote in in chapter seven about the new apostolic reformation, which probably has thirty to forty million Americans in it. This, these groups are led by people who are self-proclaimed prophets or apostles who claim to get direct revelations from God, claim they can cast out demons and do exorcisms and faith healings and speak in tongues, etc. Their followers are afraid to question or doubt. If they say God prophesied Trump should be president in 2020, right? They don't care what the voters said. God said to the prophet, right? Because God always speaks the truth and the prophet can never be wrong, right? So that's how they twist the whole, you know, uh, a, a spiritual um, desire of people into doing political acts or acts that just make people a lot of more money. Yeah. And, and again, I think the theme that we're saying is 
we don't just want to deal with the symptoms. We want to deal with the cause here. You know, it's great that we're having hearings for January 6th, but the thing that we really need to be screaming from the mountaintops is how can 80 million people be persuaded? That's the thing that we need to be addressing. Yeah, then they, they've been indoctrinated is the key. And so with the bite model, Dan, I, information control, is the critical vehicle. And because of the pandemic, because of the economic pressures in the last few years, um, people are so stressed out. They're so anxious and so vulnerable. And people are being programmed unconsciously online. And we know for a fact there were algorithms that were radicalizing people into the left or the right extremist groups. Why? Because the algorithms were geared to getting more attention. And if you like this video, you'll like this one too and this one, as opposed to here's an educational resource, watch it, turn it off, take your time, think about it. Then reality test what their lies in this is it stand up for truth, right? So people need it's not just critical thinking, they need media literacy, particularly around social media. So if you are a lawmaker or a yes, no, someone in the media or just someone listening at home who doesn't do either of those things, what could somebody do to to verse themselves in this very important subject? Uh, you know, education. So when I, I, I was talking with a senior producer yesterday, I said, you know, what's stopping, uh, you know, major networks from having a social psychologist when you're doing a news story and you're saying something that the other side has said is outrageous? Explain it as projection. Explain it as um, a call to social conformity. Explain it as a phobia. Like thinking you're having micro nanochips put in your in your bloodstream when you have a vaccination. Um, this is an irrational fear because there's no evidence that that exists. And and um, so the phobia is the, one of the universal mind control techniques. So, for example, very quickly, I was shown the Exorcist movie in the Moonies, and then Moon lecture to us, God made this movie, and this is a prophecy of what would happen to you. So I couldn't imagine leaving the Moonies without being possessed like that little girl in the movie. Right. I couldn't imagine. And But that was part of what helped me get out of the Moonies. I had three ex-Moonies, uh, one of whom I had recruited into the cult, by the way. She was my spiritual daughter, quote unquote. But they were fine. They were nice. They, were, they weren't drooling. They weren't vomiting green goo or their head wasn't spinning, right? So it was that. And that's why cult leaders and mind controllers want to program people to avoid critics and former mm. members. And I say, trust yourself if you're an intelligent adult. Interview critics and former members. You know, give me, give us your best arguments for why you left the Moonies, and you can then reflect on your own experience and say, "Oh, that has validity too," or it doesn't. So, you know what you're what you're offering for lawmakers and members of the media. I mean, the first element you always talk about is education, and because you're a humble guy and you don't ever probably want to do this, let me do it. I would highly suggest Steve's books. So mm. in order, 
they are. And again, this isn't a Ron Popeil pitch. This is just the quickest way to learn this information. I know because I, uh, I, I read them and I'm like, oh, okay, I understand it now. And as Steve said earlier, it, it almost cult proofs you, but I think it also helps you to know what action we need to take. But Combating Cult Mind Control, the one with one T. Um, he had a newer edition, so that's the, the updated one. And then his book, Freedom of Mind, that deals with interventions and how to help someone out. And then Cult of Trump. And then I'll, let me also suggest he has a course on his website, Understanding Cults, the Basics. But again, to, to really know what steps we need to take, you need a base level of education. And I just think that's one of the quickest ways to do it, honestly. Yeah, well, I, I uh, thanks for the plug. I, it was <laughs> unexpected completely, but I have a lot free. I have hundreds of free videos and blogs on interviewing fascinating people. Um, so it, it And you can go to a library. You don't have to pay for any of my books. And there are audio editions of all my books now as well for people who don't you know, like paper, but they like to listen. Uh, and now we have this influence continuum podcast and people are telling me they love it. Well, Steve, it's always an honor talking to you. Thank you so much. Con congratulations. I mean, and thank you for spreading the, the knowledge of, of the Jeannie Thomas thing and just everything you do. It's always great talking to you. Thanks. And I just, I need to find some volunteers to go through my basement and digitize all these tapes of that. I have this gold down there. But thanks so much, Dan, for being willing to uh, to take a Saturday morning and ask me questions. I really appreciate it. Take it easy. Okay, bye. That's it for today's episode of The Influence Continuum. I've been your host, Dr. Stephen Hassan. Theme music for the podcast by Nasser Malik. To read in-depth articles about influence, both positive and negative, visit my website at freedomofmind.com. On Twitter and Instagram, my handle is at cultexpert. If you want to develop a comprehensive understanding of these topics, I highly recommend my books, Combating Cult Mind Control, Freedom of Mind, and The Cult of Trump, in that order. These books are a culmination of 45-plus years of experience and will really help you fully grasp the complex web of undue influence. I also have a three-and-a-half-hour online course titled Understanding Cults, The Basics, which can be found on my website. If you're a former cult member, I congratulate you on your bravery, invite you to use the hashtag IGOTOUT, and join our online community at igotout.org. Thanks for listening, and remember, love is stronger than mind control.